Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gate's daily podcast. If you love Wisdom's Echo and want to invest in the lives of our speakers, head to patreon.com slash wisdoms echo, where for as little as $2 a month, you can help us deliver the same impactful content you enjoy. I'm Samantha Mahoney sharing a thought with you for the day. One of the things that I wanted to talk about is something that is nearest and dearest to my heart on this earth, and that is my family. I specifically want to talk about my children. I have two sons. They are 25 and 27 years old, and they are as different as night and day. One of the things that people have often asked me throughout my life, especially at job interviews, is what is your greatest success? I have been involved in a bunch of businesses, running them, um, ministries, but I would say without a doubt my biggest success and my biggest calling is being a mother. It's raising these two amazing children. Now before you want to go out and get me the, the award for best mother of the year, I do need to acknowledge that I, like every other parent on this planet, have made mistakes with my children. Unfortunately, they don't come with a manual when they're born teaching you how to drive this particular vehicle, but you learn by trial and error. One of the biggest secrets that I found in keeping relationships good is to go and say, I'm sorry, when you fluffed it up. All of us do this. All of us as parents make mistakes with our children. But just like they are quick to forgive us when we've done something wrong, we need to do the same. We need to realize that as children, and especially young children, they don't know how to control those emotions. They don't know how to control the anger that they sometimes feel. Just like we have to teach them to tie their shoelaces, we also have to start teaching them how to manage those emotions. What do they do when they get angry or irritable? They don't know. And so as parents, I think that is one area that I wish personally that I had more understanding and knowledge of as I was raising my children. A lot of mothers have said, or I've heard the stories from a lot of mothers saying, it took me a while to bond with my baby. That wasn't the case for me. I have loved them from the womb and even more so with every year of their life. I just see how the relationship has changed. I have adored every stage of their life and even until today. I thought that when they grew up and they left home, things would balance out and we'd become more normal when they became their own people. But what I have found about that love is that it's just increased year after year. Even though they are so different, like chalk and cheese, I see them, I value them, I celebrate them, and I'm so enjoying our relationship. And I think this is another key for parents when you have children that are so different not to try and make one be like the other. I remember when my children were very young and I would lie in bed with them. It was bedtime and it was always not an easy task to get them to go to sleep. And so they would say, lie with me and tell me a story and just wait until I fall asleep. And so those were precious moments to me. I would climb in bed and I would play with their hair and I would, you know, talk to them and then eventually it would quieten down and they'd fall asleep. But I will never, ever forget a conversation that my youngest had with me. He may have been four years old. I climbed in bed with him. He normally fell asleep straight away. But he said, Mom, I'm not like Regan. 
And I went, oh my goodness, thank God you're not like, <laughs> I don't know if I can handle two of Regan, you know, and and I was like, I don't want you to be like him. He is special just the way he is. And I see you and I value you for who you are. I don't want you to be any different. And this was a massive thing that stayed on my heart all the time. Don't compare. Don't compare. Don't try and make the one respond like the other. Don't treat them the same because they're different. They have different needs. So what makes them my biggest success? Are they perfect? No. Sometimes they're little snots. But I love them despite that because I see the bigger picture. They're serving God. Their characters and their nature is developing so beautifully. They are respectful. They're teachable. They're honoring not only to us but to those they come into contact with. We taught our children about paying to rumor. Now, if you've never heard that term, it's a Jewish term, and it means giving a 140th or 160th of your salary to someone who is your rabbi, someone who teaches you, someone who grows you spiritually, who feeds you manna from heaven. And my oldest son pays to rumor to Grant and myself. My younger son pays to rumor to a man who is mentoring him at the moment. So that's what I love about them. You teach them something, it's not like, oh, this is so Old Testament. Or They really take on board what it is that you teach them and what you share with them. Now, I pray for my children all the time. But the point is, when you pray for your children, people always ask me, how can I pray for my children because they've walked off the path or they're not serving God or they're doing this or they're doing that or they're in the wrong relationship or I don't like what they blah, blah, blah. And my whole thing is when you pray for your children, it's not your will that you're praying. I know that you're the parents. I know that you know good for them in some instances. But when you pray for them, it's not about your will, not about what you want. Doing so can actually be considered witchcraft prayers. And that's what we want to stay away from. Whenever I'm praying for my children, I'm asking that the scroll of their life, the scroll that God wrote for them before they were even formed in my womb, would be read out over them. And that that which is on their scroll would come to them. If they were out of alignment with where God says you're supposed to be right now, all I pray is, Father, I'm as their mother interceding, asking that you bring them back in line with the perfect plan that you originally had for it. If they were in a relationship, for instance, and being a mother and this helicopter mother that my son has accused me of being growing up, which I make no apologies for whatsoever because they are my they are under my authority. They are my responsibility before God. And to protect them was probably my number one job. And so, but let's just say, as this helicopter mom, I see a relationship that my son is involved in as a young man. And I decide this person is not good enough for my son. In fact, is anybody good enough for my son? And so I go and I start praying and I say, would you break up this relationship? Would you remove her from his life? That is a witchcraft prayer. I'm praying my will because how do I know that God did not write this woman on his scroll? So whenever I'm praying the scroll, I also ask if there's something in me that needs to be adjusted as the mom to align with the scroll, I give you permission to do it. 
Recently, my husband and myself were in Scotland with my youngest son. We were there on a little bit of a holiday before he moved to Canada. And I remember, as you do, hearing do, 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 do coming through the walls. And I was like, oh my gosh, this reminds me of the teenage years when that music is thumping throughout the whole house. But I listened to it. I took the time to listen. I want to know what moves my son? What is his taste? What does he like? Why would this appeal to him? So I took the time to listen to it, to appreciate what he sees as enjoyable. And I went to him afterwards and I said, what is the name of that song? Because I'm really enjoying it. And I added it to my playlist. Now we are triggered all day and every day for different things, depending on what's in your programming. But every time that song comes up on my playlist, it triggers me to remember the good memories with my son in Scotland. It also triggers me into this place of intercession. The prayer of a mother's heart can move God's heart. And so right now I want to demonstrate what my prayer looks like for my children and feel free to embrace it and use it for your own children, agree with it, whatever it is. But this is my format of prayer for my sons. So Father, I bless my children. I bless them the day that they were born. I bless the scroll that you wrote for them. And I say I'm so grateful that you trusted me to steward these children. I thank you for the scroll that you wrote, that you wrote for them. And I sit in my governmental mountain, my family mountain, and I speak and I decree life over their spirits, their souls, and their bodies. I speak and I decree life into every area that is important to them. I thank you for the scroll that you wrote for them. And I ask, Father, that you begin to read out that scroll in the heavenly realms so that it resonates there and so that it resonates in the spirits of my children. I ask, Father, that if there is any place that they are out of alignment with this scroll, that you would bring them back into alignment. Every door that they are supposed to walk through right now in this season, according to the scroll that you wrote, I ask that every door would swing wide as they come to it. Every opportunity that they're supposed to grab, I ask you to present yourself to my children. I speak into my children and I say, you have discernment. You know the times, you know the seasons, and you will grab those opportunities. You will walk through those doors. You will not let one word of your scroll fall to the ground. You will accomplish everything that was in God's heart for you to accomplish. Every door, Lord, that should be closed to them right now, I ask that you would close it so that it doesn't take them off track and it doesn't distract them. Father, I cover them right now and all that is in their hand, all the things that are important to them in the blood of Yeshua. I cover their minds and I speak over their minds and I say, you have the mind of Christ, so think according to the pattern of heaven. I acknowledge the bench of three that sits in their brain, in their mind, wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. I bless their hearts. I bless their DNA. I bless the thoughts of their hearts, the meditation in their hearts, and the words that come out of their mouth. I bless their livers. 
which is the seat of anger and emotion. And I speak shalom to everything that would manifest, that would cause harm in their physical body and to relationships. I just speak you the peace of God over all of those emotions, over all of those thoughts. I ask, Father, that they would have an encounter with the government of heaven, with the seven spirits that sit before the throne, the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. I ask these tutors to begin to train my sons to be mature sons of God. Father, I want to cover them and clothe them with joy and with peace. I decree over them the joy of the Lord is their strength. And let the peace of God which passes all understanding guard their hearts and their minds. Father, everything that they have been through, everything that I wish I could protect them from, I say that I trust you. I trust you with my children. I thank you that if you bring them to something, you already have the plan to bring them through it. And Father, I take a step back, allowing you to do the good work that is going to be accomplished within them. I decree and I declare over them, your trials will not destroy you, but they will strengthen and mature you so that you can help those who are in any kind of trouble. I also decree and declare that our generational cycles in our bloodlines of sickness and poverty, of shame, of lack, of destruction, of loss, of death, of apathy, of idolatry, they are broken over my children and my future generations right now by the power of the blood of Jesus. My children and their seed into the future will not walk on these pathways of destruction because of the redemptive work of the cross. I disconnect from them all triggers within our DNA that is connected to any season where they come into a season and something gets triggered that takes them out. I decree that their years of age will not trigger anything within them to do with sickness or anything else. Words will not trigger them. Places will not trigger them. Planets will not trigger them in Jesus' name. I decree and declare that my generations are blessed with life, with health, with wisdom, having hearts after God's own heart. My generations are blessed with prosperity and favor. They blessed with humility and compassion and love and unity and healthy relationships in Jesus' name. Right now in the spirit, I put a stake in the ground of our territory and I put signs up on our doorposts and I say, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord forever. I ask for the courts of heaven to issue eviction notices, which I put up in my spiritual territory around my children, around my future generations. And Father, based on our repentance in the past, everything that is living in that territory that has no right to be there, I call for the angels of God to uproot them and evict them out of our territory in Jesus' name. Father, I decree that my ceiling will be my son's floor, that they will far surpass me in every area as the generations after them are going to surpass them. Thank you that we are building continually from generation to generation on the foundation and on the wisdom of our forefathers. And we bless those who have gone before us that have secured thousands of years of blessing because we love God. I decree and I declare that we are leaving a legacy for our future generations. 
I bless my son's seed far into the future. And Father, I thank you that you put the mark, the mark that sets them aside as belonging to God. Now, Father, I bless the work of their hands. Thank you that everything that they touch will prosper. And Father, I thank you that you continue to build our relationship with you and with each other. I bless them, Father. And again, I am so grateful for these blessings that you, these treasures that you have put into our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.